Welcome to the Beauty, Brains, and Barbells podcast, the show that talks all things female resistance training to help women feel beautiful, confident, and strong in and out of the gym. Now for your hosts, Jordan and Gretchen. Welcome back. With the start of the new year comes everyone's motivation to lose weight, get healthier, get back to the gym, do that cool, badass thing you've always wanted to do. Today, we want to talk about the mindset component to that and talk about how to change your mindset from just setting a goal to actually taking action on that goal. Yeah. And when I think about that, I think about like setting a goal is I'm going to run a 5k. Like there's a 5k in mind that I have. Um, I'm going to run that one. So my goal is to start running until I can run a 5k. I will sign up for this 5k and then I'll run it. Right. Um, are you laughing? I'm going to run a triathlon. I was going to say, unless you're us, then you train for it and then don't do it. Um, and then setting an action would be, I want to be a better runner. So I'm going to run three to four times a week. I think both of them are very great. I think it's great to have goals. Um, I think the action setting will help you in the long run a lot more because let's say your goal is to run that 5k, right? And that's it. That's all you have. You just want to run that 5k. So you run three to four times a week, you get that 5k done. Then what? Right. Cause you don't have a goal anymore. You have to keep setting goals to keep yourself motivated. So the action setting there's no end date, right? There's no stop. There's no, oh, I did it. Zoe has a lot to say about this, apparently. Is she? Yeah, she's really barking at something. Uh, so really, like, in common terms, or, you know, term like, ways you may have heard this framed before is this really comes down to outcome-based goals versus behavior-based goals. And the outcome is like finishing the 5k, right? Losing 20 pounds. The action setting is the behavior that you have to set to get there. You, you want to complete a 5k, you better run, right? Like if you just going to, if you're just going to sit on the couch until March 1st, when the date of your uh, 5k is, you're not going to run. No, you'll complete the 5k. Maybe, maybe. I mean, it like. I, I do think people underestimate like how, like the distance of a 5k, like we are yeah. active people, we could finish it. But yeah. if, if you're somebody who is pretty inactive, well, that's going to be hard to do. But even as an active person, like, let's be honest, I'm not going to be running the full 5k today. I think I would have to train a little bit for that. I mean, I think I would have to train, but I also think that like, I would, I don't know. I actually just had this debate with somebody yesterday. Really? I, yeah. I am very confident in my ability to just go out and run a 5k mm-hmm. because I would just slow my pace enough. I'm very confident in my ability to not want to die and I don't like the pain of it. So I would just like walk it. I would run it and then I would walk when I <laughs> when I have to. I can't like lifting, I can grind it out. I can deal with that pain. I have zero desire to deal with the pain when it comes to running. I quit. 
see, it's it's funny because I, d- I did it this year too. This year it was more mile focused, but every year, right? Like when I get into that, I want to be outside a little bit more, maybe run a little bit, mm-hmm. whatever that distance that I'm focused on the year before last, the two years before it was uh, 5k ish, right? Because of the triathlon the year before that I did actually run my first 5k. So it was like, I just wake up and I'm like, okay, like this is the thing I'm going to do, right? Uh, this is the distance I'm going to say I'm going to run and complete. So I just go, I'm like, I just want to see like, what's my baseline? Where am I starting? How bad is it? And every time I've been able to do it, am I miserable? Am I absolutely dead? Oh yeah. My lungs hurt after that mile this year for a week. Yeah. Uh, I like, I was, I was super proud that like I, I finished a mile in like 8.38 to, uh, you know, for the first time of not having run a mile since triathlon training. But it was, uh, yeah, this is like a total tangent, but I don't know. I just, I like to establish the, how much do I suck right now? Right? Like that's, that's what I wanted. My determiner is always a mile. And that's just because I cheated the mile in high school because I couldn't run a mile in high school. How did you cheat? Oh, um, we either ran, my dog is going to drink water in like two seconds. I'm so sorry. We either ran like the track and it was four laps or we had to run, it was like 16 laps inside the side, the gym. And either way you had to have a friend, a buddy count your laps for you. Um, I would find the other person that I knew didn't want to run it and we would count wrong. So it's a lot easier to cheat when you have to do 16 laps because it's not as big of a gap. But let me tell you, I was slow enough to knock off a whole lap on the track still. So, yeah. So we would have to run around like it, it was so weird. I don't know why. When you got to seventh and eighth grade, you finally got to, you got to run on the blacktop. And this was at like my, I went to school, kindergarten through eighth grade. Seventh and eighth grade, you got to run your mile on the blacktop. Like it was like, cool. you were like, this is great, right? This is awesome. And, but every year before that, you had to run, we had a baseball field and a softball field and like all this extra grass. Mm-hmm. There was like a, I would say like a half a soccer field there. They were trees. You would like run around these trees and whatnot. And like the teacher would stand there and check you off. So you like, you couldn't cheat. You could not cheat. And then seventh and eighth grade, you got popsicle sticks and you had to drop your popsicle sticks in the bucket and they had your number on it. So then at the end, like they could look and they could see, right. If I had the number one on all of my popsicle sticks, were there five number ones in there? We really tried to eliminate the cheaters. Well, I'm glad I didn't go to your school. Seriously. I went to school that did not care. <laughs> Nuns really wanted us to be fit. No. But let's get back. Anyway, on- let's bring it back. So I like to think about when I think about this, I think about how I got into powerlifting. Like, because that is what our sport is, that is what we do. I kind of correlate everything with that. Um I got into it because my mindset and my goal was to be stronger. So I didn't really have, I didn't think about competing and I knew what powerlifting was, but my goal was to just get stronger. 
right? So I didn't, it wasn't like there was an end to that goal. I could be done in two weeks and be like, well, I'm stronger than I was last week. Um, I just wanted to be stronger, right? So the action was to go to the gym, lift weights, get on some kind of a program, you know, that evolved into loving the style of powerlifting, that kind of workouts, and then eventually finding our gym, finding our coach, and then setting a goal to compete. You skipped me. Nope. I have not skipped you yet. Let me finish. I competed. I knew that I wanted to compete again. I changed up my routine and I started going to the gym at different times. Our coach decided that it would be beneficial. I still think he regrets it to this day to introduce me to my new best friend. I think sometimes he does and other times he loves it. Like, I think he loves that he's like the papa bear of this relationship. Yeah. But then there are days he's like, just stop. I can't handle both of you today. (laughs) I'm thinking the last meat prep particularly for me, he was happy that you were there because he didn't want to deal with me by myself. But I think, I think he gets really excited meet day when we can handle each other and he just has to put numbers in and he doesn't even have to worry about where our mind is at because we take care of each other. Especially after, after that one time I competed at regionals. I wish I would have, I wish I would have known you. Honestly, it was, that was, that was just a big day, but anyway, when it comes to, sorry, I was going to say the point of that was I'm still, my goal, my ultimate goal still is to get stronger. Mm -hmm. Right. And I think it's great to have goals. And I think it's great to have broad goals like that because there is no end date because we are, I think people are lazy deep down. Right. So if you humans, humans are lazy, look at like, we continue to invent things that make things easier for us. We are lazy by nature. Right. So if I started as my goal to be to compete in powerlifting, I would have done one meet and I probably would have fallen off. Right. But I continued to want to get stronger. That was ultimately my goal. So then I made smaller goals within that, but I'm still continuing to want to get stronger. And even now, right. You set numbers goals for your specific lifts and you Mm -hmm. still have to do the actions to get there right the 200 pound bench that is a huge goal for you and it is okay i need to do this upper back work i need to do some of these um training sets that we don't always love believe me when i'm doing this amount of back work that we've gotten this prep partially for me a lot because of jordan yeah i think about this will make this 200 pound bench fly and if it doesn't, I'm, I'm going to be yes, yeah. I was, I was, I was apologizing to all of the listeners. Like, we're not going to record for a while because Gretchen's going to be so mad. Every episode is just going to be, and I missed it again. <laughs> but so let's let's bring it to like some some real world, right? Your goal is to get healthier, right? Define what getting healthier is. You know, I think like the broad goals, we absolutely have to have them, right? My, my goal is to be a great gym owner or a great coach. Great. That's super broad. Like, what does that mean? Right? right. Narrow it in. So start with the broad goal and get like, take it one layer deeper and then another layer deeper and then another, because eventually you're going to get to, okay, I want to be healthier. 
here are, here are all the things I need to do to be healthier. Yeah. Which one do I want to start with? Well, and, and then think about it even like, why do you want to be healthier? Why do you want to lose that weight? Because you have kids, you have grandkids that you want to live longer for. You want to go to those bounce house playgrounds with man. If you have kids and you don't want to go to the bounce house playground, I'm your gal. Let me go. I take people. Yes. Oh my gosh. Because I don't have my own small children, nor will I ever. Um, I will take other people's kids and be like sky zone. My jam. I've never been to sky zone. Oh my God. Brian one time at sky zone. Brian wanted us to go just the two of us. And I was like, no, I can't like, I'll, I'll be the third. I just thought it would be really weird without a child. Yeah, I usually think it's weird without children. That's why I like when other people have small children that want to go. And then the parents are like, oh, it's too tiring. I don't want to go. I'm like, sign me up. Let's go. So, yeah. So that was like, he was like, I think it'd be fine. Like he was thinking like, it'd be like a fun date day. If it was like not, if there was like an adult hour. Yeah, that totally would be. But I would just feel a little creepish if I didn't have my own child to bring with. Yeah, I think it would be a little... It would be like going to a movie theater to go see a Disney movie as a grown man by yourself. Yes. Um. Anyways, so if those are your goals, keep that in mind. I want to be healthier. I want to lose weight because I want to be able to do this stuff. Yeah. Right. So then once you, let's say you have a weight number in mind and you get to that weight number you still have that goal in your mind that you want to be active with your kids. You want to be able to go out and do things. You want to travel and be able to not be in pain while going on adventures. That keeps you on track so you don't get to that goal and fall off and then go right back to where you were to remake that same goal. Mm-hmm. It's it's really easy to to stop at, I want to be healthier. I want to lose weight. Because that like that is ultimately what you want. Yeah. But you have to articulate better and and really get to the okay i want to go to the doctor and not see red numbers when they do my blood panel right i want to i don't want to blow the charts out of the water i want to lose 20 pounds because i think that would you know right i think that would make my body look better i think that would make me feel better all those things there's, we just have to be better at articulating why it is we want that. And don't be like, don't be ashamed. You're not telling, you don't have to tell anyone why it is that you want that. Right. I told everyone I wanted to learn how to power lift because I was looking for something to feed my competitive side after being a lifelong athlete. That was it. Like I wanted to, I wanted to learn powerlifting. I didn't really like it. It was less about, yes, I wanted to get strong and like lift heavy weights and all those things, but like I wanted to learn it. Like I needed something. I learned the game of softball and I learned it like for a very long time. I needed to learn something and learn how to be competitive in it. So it's, there. there's, there's multi-steps to this, you know, like it's that change in mindset really comes down to peeling back the layers on what it is that you want, what your goal is. Right. And just getting deeper and deeper and deeper till you get to, okay, like this is what I really want. How do I get there? Right. I'm at point A. How do I get to point B? How do I cross that finish line? 
if, if 5k is the perfect example for this, if you're at the start, they give you the course map, they have the cones out. They literally have people lining the course, telling you exactly where you go to get to the finish line. You need to figure out how to get there. Cause you're, you know, your feet have to carry you through the 5k. I mean, your hands could too. You could crawl, you could booty scoot, you could do what you want to do. But I mean, if you're going to booty scoot, you, you might have some pavement pain. You could snake your way through. Uh, But right, like your own two feet still have to carry you to that end line. So you need to figure out what it is that you need to do to get to that piece. Thanks for tuning in to this episode of the Beauty, Brains, and Barbells podcast. If you liked what you heard today, go ahead and give us a like, a share on Instagram. Let us know what more you want to hear from us so that we can truly make this the podcast that females go to to improve their resistance training experience.